Unlocked Uncensored. What up, everybody? This is Jason Lee, and this is Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. And what up? It's your girl, April Jones, and I'm in the building. Yo, it's DJ Damis. Let's get this show started. Okay, so listen. Y'all already know I've been viral, and I ain't talking about a visit to the doctor. I have been viral <laughs> all fucking weekend, and we're going to open up now so we can show you why. I met the queen. I B. met Beyonce. Queen B. If, if you've been following the show or following me online for, I don't know, the past 41 years, you know that I am the biggest Beyonce fan. Like, I love this girl. So this weekend, I went to the Rock Nation brunch. Jay-Z had a brunch. He has an annual brunch every year. And I knew she would be there. Mm-hmm. You know, I knew she would be there. And so, I, well, I thought her and Rihanna would be there. So I literally was looking for them the whole brunch. Everybody was there. Big Sean. Meek Mill, Kevin Hart. It was a lot of people. Me, I was there. <laughs> and, and so I was um, looking for Beyonce and Rihanna. The brunch was from, I think, 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. It was 4 p.m. No Rihanna. I heard she was in London. Um, then I heard Beyonce wasn't coming. So we were like, fuck it, it's time to go. So we were leaving. We literally, shout out to Umar um, Kamani from Pretty Little Things. I went with him and his team. So we're literally leaving. We're getting out. We get outside. We walk out the door. I see Janelle Monet talking to her, and I happen to look over, and I see Beyonce's uh, security, Julius. So at that point, I'm going to just tell you right now, if you remember the Beehive, anywhere you see Julius, 24-7, no matter what country or where he's at, Beyonce is somewhere nearby. Plus, she has like this, I have Beyonce senses, like Spidey sense. I can sense when the queen is around. I felt, I felt the energy. Plus, security was acting a little... Interesting. It was shutting down doors and, you know, it was in yeah. the bushes and people were peeking out the house windows. I'm like, what? okay, Beyonce <laughs> is coming. So um, long story short, we wait for a little while. She doesn't come. A little while is really like a long while. She doesn't come. And I'm literally the only guest outside besides security standing there with my phone on record ready to record the queen. So I'm waiting, waiting, waiting. Umar and them are like, look, we're waiting. We're going to leave. I said, the minute you leave, she's going to show up. The minute you leave, I promise you, this is how it always happens. She's going to show up. They left. So I go back in the party. Mind you, they've cleared the entire hallway to the house. So uh-huh. into the mansion, there's no, there's, there's only like people who you can tell are security lying in the hallway. There's nobody there. So I'm like, okay, clearly she's coming. So I go outside. She's still not coming. So I see everybody's taking pictures with Jay-Z. We'll get to Meek Mill's post about niggas was giving it all up for yeah. a picture with Jay-Z. Hell yeah. Because they really were. <laughs> Rightfully so. He's the, he's the GOAT. You know, right. somebody, no, somebody said that's our Beyonce, Jay-Z. For the straight guys? Yeah. He's the GOAT. I mean, listen, so I went in and I was that's like, funny. okay, Beyonce's not here. I know once she arrives, I'm no longer going to give a fuck about anybody, including Hove. Mm-hmm. So I so I'm standing there and I see this Indian guy named his Instagram. I'm gonna put it right here. It's Indian Teddy Bear. I don't know who this motherfucker is, but Indian Teddy Bear is standing there and he switches positions and gets a photo with Jay Z. So I'm like, bro, you gotta help me get a picture with Jay Z. But we can't be thirsty like these other niggas because I'm not a thirsty person, except for when it comes to Beyonce. I'm gonna get to that in a minute. So as I'm preparing for my photo with Jay Z. The door opens like the sky to heaven. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, we can't move out the way. Fuck it. We Jay-Z, it was cool. I'm out. Now I'm watching Beyonce walk through the door. I'm filming her come in. She's doing her thing. She walks up to Jay. And she has her little moment with Jay or whatever. So Indian Teddy Bear, I'm like, how do we get this photo? Because her back is to me. She's looking at me. And, of course, I'm like waving behind. I'm, I'm really being a fan at this point. And so... 
Indian Teddy Bear says, we have to run around to the other side because that's where they're going. Because I knew Jay-Z was in the back cabana. So I'm like, okay, fuck it. We ran around the thing. This is a grown-ass man running. <laughs> through. So you jumped the route. So you knew where she was going. I knew where she was going. Right. Ah. So instead of going ready. this way where all the people were, because all the celebrities and all the people were like right here, but this was wide open. Indian Teddy Bear says, we got to go around this way and we'll beat her there. And I'll film a video of you walking up to talk to her. I'm like, oh, my God. This is like content is king, right? He's the man. He's the fucking man. I don't even know Indian That's Teddy Bear. That's a real one, right? Right. <laughs> so he I'm made sure. Right. Indian Teddy Bear not only has my number, but I'm meeting with him soon. Because, like, though his hustle was on some other shit. So I run around, <laughs> and here comes Beyonce, and he's filming it. Because we're thinking she's not taking photos with people. Yeah. Probably not going to get a photo, but I at least want to have a video. So I walk up to her. She actually stops and goes to the bar. So I'm like, okay, I got it. So I walk up to her and I say, listen, this is going to, there's no way I can't get a photo with you. Like, I need to have a photo. She was like, of course, of course, let's take the photos. We took the photo and I was like, yo, you are, you're my bitch. Like, I love you. She was like, oh, that was so sweet of you. We had a little moment. She leaves. I get all the pictures that I need. So I posted all the pictures. First picture I posted, all these other non-real bloggers or whatever. I don't know what the fuck they are. They're people sitting at home with these Instagram accounts calling themselves bloggers. They take the picture and they're blurring me out and scratching my face and, you know, whatever. And I feel like, you know, and it wasn't this photo. It was a different photo. So then I posted this photo and I just said, are y'all mad? Is everybody doing okay? Because you're <laughs> mad. So here's another photo. Then I posted the video and they took the video and edited it to make it look like I was chasing Beyonce and she curved me. Did you, you didn't see it? No. I didn't see that one. I only seen the one you put up. They edited that. It looked really good. And they said, damn, she was running from him. It does look like <laughs> I'm walking. She sees me. She turns to the bar. Then she walks away. It cuts off. Like, it looks like she curved me. It was the funniest shit. <laughs> and people expected me to be mad. So I posted it. And I was saying, thank you. Because if she didn't know me, she knows me now. Right. Because she's on social media. So I thought it was interesting. But um, it went viral. And um, and what happened was... Uh, I got a call later from a publicist who said uh, another publicist that was standing next to her heard, heard her say, yo, that's Hollywood Unlock or here's how that he's Hollywood Unlock or something like that or whatever referencing it. So at this point, niggas can't call me till 2020. <laughs> Beyonce knows Hollywood Unlocked. I got a picture with the queen. You're forced to look at this. I brought this in. She today. is around the whole entire room. Please, can you just pan this? For okay, if Jesus ain't in the room and if God ain't in the room, Beyonce is always in the room. <laughs> She's definitely what, okay, those God. of you not listening on the show, under our ears right now, we're listening to Beyonce. Yep, we are. <laughs> that is Beyonce. So, uh, shout out to it's, Rock Nation. It's dope because I've been in a couple of situations where Jay-Z and Beyonce's been there. And it's funny to see celebrities... Mm-hmm. That are that are fans of other celebrities, right? So when Beyonce come around, you watch every celebrity become that fan again. They're no longer who they think they are. They're all like rushing around her table or trying to figure out where she's at. Like security got to clear out the celebrities. But who doesn't Beyonce. love Beyonce? Well, what I love about the Rock Nation brunch is it's not like a typical event for entertainment where you have tons and tons of security. They secure the house and everybody in it is supposed to be there. So, you know, I met heads of Instagram. I met, you know, head, all the label presidents and yep. chairmen were there. Um, Spotify. I mean, all the people in the room were, you know, were powerful people. So it's not like, you know, you had security in the room, but they weren't all up on the artists. They were with Beyonce, of course. Julius is never going to leave her That's side. That's what I'm saying. Like. But it was like a real good brunch. Yeah, much, for people who, and for people who are like, 
yo, she's running this and that. You're saying what, two things. One, you're saying Beyonce is a petty bitch. That's what you're saying because she would be petty enough to do all of that extra shit in front of all those cameras, all those people, which I don't believe she would do. Two, you're saying that I would chase Beyonce down at an event, which is absolutely true. Like, there's no reason why you need to make that a thing. Like, I, I love the fact that we work in an industry where we get to meet people that we actually are fans of. We right. don't we don't become not fan, we don't become people who don't have special celebrities to them because we work in entertainment. Like we no. love certain people too. We love certain people, and Beyonce is definitely the probably the one and only at that level for me. And it's it it was good to see a lot of the fans have watched the show for the last two years or that have been fans of mine who say like Wow, like you always said well, what I said was I was going to get her number and be her friend. That definitely didn't happen, but they um, they have uh, definitely seen that I, I met her. So that was good. I mean, I had a really good time. The brunch was special and good. a lot of good energy. And it was good to see black excellence in the room. And I think Kevin Hart had said, if you're mad about this, if you have anything negative to say about all of this, because it was a lot of black excellence and you had Puffy and Jay and Big Sean and Kevin Hart and Meek Mill and, and everybody really just Janelle Monae, Beyonce, you had everybody celebrating black excellence. He said, if you're hating on this, you're just a negative person or you're just an evil person. Right. And uh, ironically, it was interesting to see the hate. So whatever. <laughs> what did you do? Um, well, you're right. It was Grammy weekend. So I had some friends in town from Chicago. Um, and we went out to a couple events, you know, two chains event. Um, I didn't go to like the brunch or like any kind of like big stuff just because I was tired. I've been mm. tired from like recording music and honestly just uh, working so much. And I honestly, a part of me really didn't want to go out at all, but my friends were here. So I was like, cool, we can go to like little baby's event, whatever. I was in clubs maybe for no more than an hour and then I was ready to go. I'm, I realize I'm just getting old, but um, yeah, I mean, it was fun. Had, had, had a lot of fun this weekend. Um, and that was really it. Oh yeah. It was a lot of, a lot of energy in LA. It, yo, this, this Grammy weekend was very, it, it was. was, it was packed. It was. It was a lot of things. I mean, it was like 50,000 events. Like I seen Jason over there. At different events that I didn't even know about. Then I'm watching other people. I'm, it's just, it was just so much. What did you do? Um, I did a few things. So I went to DJ Camper's Grammy event. Oh, my uh, God. You know, that's one of my personal friends. And I was supposed to go there, too. See? That was lit. You missed a good one. Shout out to my boy Black Mike. He's uh, nominated for a Grammy. Well, he was nominated. The Grammy's yeah. over now. Um, that was a dope event. I spoke at the Pan-African Film Festival about nice. digital media. Um, I went to a movie premiere with my son, uh, How to Train Dragons. This weekend was packed. Yeah, it was. I did a, I did a bunch of stuff. That sounds like a good time. And you included included your son. I had to put Little Man in there. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I was going to uh, sneak in the, the Rock Nation brunch with Jason, but I didn't. I woke up too late. Oh, Jason, for, he forgot to call us. Well, I was a guest of a guest. So, I mean. No, that's well, how it goes. Yeah. You can't just, you know. Show well, up. Well, actually, yeah, we, we set it up for them to go. But it was <laughs> it was one of those things where. You know, you had to get an invitation. The invitation was on an American Express credit card that said Rock Nation Brunch. Then you had to go get that scan to get a coin that said mm -hmm. the brunch. Then you had to present the coin to get in a car. But you had to go pick up all of that at the Rock oh, Nation just... office. Like, they had, like, levels. There's security in you because I've told the story of how I've, snake, I've snuck in that brunch twice. Like, there's no sneaking. And I had uh, uh, lunch the day before. Shout out to Michael Yormark, the president of Brandon Strategy at Rock Nation. We had brunch, and we were talking about just business and stuff like that. And I had said to him, like, yo, like, let me tell you a funny story. And I told him how I snuck in the Rock Nation brunch. He didn't seem to take it funny. He didn't think it was funny. He, he kind of looked at me like, yo ass is crazy. <laughs> a lot of people snuck in. Like, I know a few people that snuck this in. This year? Mean, not this year. Oh, in the past. In the, in the past. Oh, yeah. I mean, what you expect them to do? If you're trying to go and get your network going at right. any means necessary.
Period. Yeah, and the level of that was just, I mean, first of all, walking in, if you look at my Instagram, it's on my Instagram, uh, but walking in, I was just like, man, black people, we need to brunch like this more often. You yeah. had all the top black attorneys. You had all of the people at, at Apple and Spotify and just people, not just black, but just people in general who were part of the culture and who were successful. And uh, June Ambrose, I talked to June Ambrose. We had a really good conversation. Oh, my God, I forgot. I had to tell you, I have to tell you about a conversation I had. I had a conversation with Ellen Pompeo. So I'm sitting across the room and I see Jay-Z talking to this white woman. And I'm looking over, I'm like, who is that? And as I get closer, I'm like, oh, shit, that's fucking Ellen Pompeo. So I walk over, I wait for them to finish. And I, I tap her and I said, listen, I have to tell you, your interview with Porter Magazine, where you were up there with Gabrielle Union and those other women of color, and you really took the hard line of um, stance on making the room look like the world and saying stuff that was really like, I was, it wowed me. She's, she said to me, you know, she went on and on about why she felt it was important for her to use her voice to talk about racism and race. And I said to her that, you know, racism, I've said on the show, racism is only going to end when white people start talking about racism. And then we talked a little bit about Liam Neeson and how Liam Neeson was attacked for coming out and saying what he said. But then I also took the approach of, you know, now you got white people talking about racism and sharing his experience that he didn't have to to create a conversation and then he was attacked and then now his career is over this and that. So I kind of feel like we were having a conversation around when is it right? When is how to do it? And so I actually invited her to do an interview and she hooked me up with her people and she said she's interested hey. in doing it. Amazing. So, uh, I love her. The thing I love about her is that, you know, she really has, she has a black husband. She comes from Boston. She was talked about racism in Boston and growing up, but she has a really good story, but I really found um, her to be a really powerful person. I was really trying to get at where were you getting all this strength from? And one thing she said was, you know, I got the strength from growing up around racism and being intrigued by people, why people were so threatened by black people. And so I thought she was great. So hopefully we Ooh. can interview her. So like, yeah, shout out to Ellen Pompeo. Out to she's her. invited to all the cookouts. Yes. <laughs> she can't bring no potato salad, but she's invited. She gets some ribs <laughs> on that plate. Ladies, it's time for another Hollywood hookup. So I'm a big stiffler when it pertains to like body odors and stuff like that. Although mm -hmm. I don't perspire. Um, I don't really wear deodorant. But <laughs> with Native, it's organic and it's natural. So I do wear it. I Love it. Does okay. it actually work? Like, you know, sometimes you get those deodorants, they're natural, but they don't really last a long time. No, it lasts, okay? And it's 7,000 five-star reviews. Okay. Come on. So like, I guess it That's does a big work. deal. No, it is. This has no aluminum, which they say causes cancer in most deodorants. So I'm super excited about that. It's aluminum-free. Aluminum-free, guys. So the flavor that I have that I love the most is the coconut and vanilla. Mm. Ladies, it smells fantastic. Fantastic. I smell it okay. right now. You want to smell it? Okay. Native comes in a wide variety for both men and women. Oh. Yes. So, I can get so you can get some too. I'm going to get the eucalyptus mint. And they have, and like they have new release limited editions that what? are seasonal scents. Okay. Okay. A little seasonal um, on my body. <laughs> a little seasonal. It's also baking soda free. Okay. That's also a big deal. So for 20% off your first purchase, make sure you visit nativedeodorant.com using promo code UNLOCKED. It smells okay? good. Again, that's 20% off on your first purchase at nativedeodorant.com using promo code UNLOCKED.
Okay, so look, make sure you download and subscribe to us on iTunes, Google, Google Play, Spotify, uh, iHeart Music, and what else? YouTube, right? Everything. Yes. Is that everything? everything? All right, Damage, did you watch the Grammys? I didn't get to see the Grammys, but I got to see the performances. Oh. I didn't get to watch the Grammys. What'd you think? Uh, I loved it. I think this year, you know, Grammys are usually known to be a little boring, mm. you know? And that's why a lot of people always encourage me, like, to go once, but, like, don't get too excited because it's kind of boring. But this one, it seemed like I should have went. Like, I should have went oh, this year. Good. Yeah. Did you go? No, I got invited to the Grammys last minute. I didn't have anything to wear, but I will tell you, I watched, um, we ended up over at Puffs and I watched the Grammys. And it's interesting when I'm in a room with people, especially celebrities, I don't pull out my phone because people get to acting funny. They think I'm literally going to sit there and record mm -hmm. everything they're doing. But, you know, um, I'll, I'm going to set the place for the people listening. Um, and, and I definitely dropped something. It was called a name. So stand by. Usher was there. Um, you know, he just got robbed. We got to talk to him, talk about that too. This weekend was crazy. Usher what? was there. Uh, Meek Mill, Fat Joe, Puff. I mean, it was, um, what's that guy? Machine Gun Kelly. It was a good group yeah, of people. Yeah. But we watched it. What I loved about it, uh, Catherine Bruton from BMI, shout out to her. She was there. Everybody in the room was l acting like they were at the Grammys. So they were celebrating everybody winning. They were celebrating, you know. But there were a few things that I will say. I can't speak on everybody else's reaction that I thought were, were really interesting. I'm going to start with Jennifer Lopez singing and performing the uh, Motown tribute. You wasn't feeling that? No. Motown is what gave black people a voice in music. It mm -hmm. was our vehicle to express in our art. You're talking about Diana Ross and Aretha Franklin and all these greats and Smokey Robinson, and I don't care if Smokey Robinson gave her the pass to do that. I felt it was wrong. you know. But I also understand the conversation people were having watching and saying, damned if you do damned if you don't if she's if she would have said i don't want to do it it could have been looked at like she thinks she's too good to do it uh -huh. if she did it people are gonna be looking at her like you ain't motown enough to be performing so, those so songs. who do you feel would have been motown enough to perform just someone kelly price but i think that's you uh, see keep going kelly price um jennifer hudson and i think that's where jasmine sullivan and i think that's where the balance is those names are great names but they're not Huge names, but when you're doing they a tribute are. to, when you, not. okay, let me not tell when you, you co compare them to J Lo. That's all I'm saying. If you do to J Lo, if you do, they would never honor Tina Turner by letting uh, Kesha get up there and perform. <laughs> the fuck is Kesha gonna do, right? But that's different. They're gonna, they're gonna really honor different. Smokey Robinson with Diplo. I loved it. Diplo. I fuck with you. I saw you the other night. I fuck with you, but no, like there's. But I know he was saying because Tina Marie was a part of Motown, and no, I know. You know there were certain artists that were, you know, of ethnic backgrounds that were part of Motown. I, all I know is is that I feel like J Lo did an amazing job. Whether or not if she should have done it or if not, she did a great job. I honestly was gonna, um, to be honest, I thought she was gonna do terrible. Mm -hmm. Because no. I don't think that J-Lo's a great singer at all. Right. No, but she performed her ass off. She did. Literally, because she shook it the whole way through. But shaking your ass and having lights and dancers and 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 all that production isn't enough to be Motown. But okay. Motown, listen, think about Diana Ross and Supremes. They didn't have all that theatrics. It was three women up there singing, killing it. Aretha Franklin, she was up there singing, killing it. Um, you didn't have all those theatrics. It's great that you had the production. The production that we had back in those days was Tina Turner. Mm -hmm. You know, and, right. I don't, and I don't believe Tina Turner was. Aren't, she wasn't Motown, was but, she? But I don't vocally, think so. vocally, you didn't think, think she Aretha was good was enough. 
I think that it doesn't make sense that Neo was the vice president of A&R at Motown and he sung a part of the 10-minute broadcasted performance. I think that it didn't make sense to me that you had one of the most phenomenal voices in R&B music that's current today on stage singing as backup to J-Lo because she wasn't, he wasn't a big enough name. And right. I think that's what it came down to. We're seeing how much the Grammys is still a production because J-Lo is going to bring the eyes. J-Lo has that star She's power. She's going to bring the numbers. And I, I love Motown. And I, I understand both sides. Like, I would love to see, you know, super soul vocalists right. put it on. But, you know, J-Lo is going to bring the eyes. When you see J-Lo's on something, people are tuning in. And I I'm just glad she killed it. Because like you, I, I was like very skeptical. Like, damn. Yeah. Like, this is a lot of weight on J-Lo. Right. She, she, and I really think she did perform well. Well, let me say, I love Jennifer Lopez. I think she's a phenomenal performer. She's she's extremely beautiful. She's a great mother. I love that she's happy and in love, and she's very successful. You, can take, you can't take anything away from no, her. Right. I will say that her performance being good made it better that she did it. Yeah. Not, it didn't make it okay. <laughs> yeah, it made it better, though. It didn't make it okay. Because Aretha, she is turning over on that recliner. <laughs> she's turning over oh, in no her recliner. grave, you know, and, and I feel like, again, the, you know, Barry Gordy's face at times spoke to the hearts of many people who are watching because he's Motown. Right. And I, I'd be damned if I'm sitting up there and y'all doing a tribute to Hollywood Unlocked and you got, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to say no names because I keep don't. getting in trouble. Okay. Every time I say a name, the fucking fans <laughs> come and find me. But, uh, but, uh, I will say, I also think Cardi B was robbed for album of the year. Yeah, she got best rap. She album. got best rap. Who album. was the best album of the year? Who was that country year? singer? They always steal it from. They stole it from Beyonce with the uh, what's the girl's oh. name? Taylor Swift. Adele. Oh, remember Adele uh, got up there and said, right. "You deserve this." Yes. but I'm bitch. I'm taking it home. Yeah, I take it home. Disrespecting our queen like that. That's why we put her around here because y'all ain't gonna give her the Grammy, but we gonna celebrate her at that. <laughs> but Cardi became the first female rapper to win best rap album. She did. And one of the mm. and one but of the only year have been a bigger and one of the only eight uh, female rappers to win a Grammy. Mm -hmm. So I, was I mean, so proud of that moment though, and she seems so like just genuinely that's happy. That's amazing. Her speech, yeah, I just want. But to I'm cry. mad at Cardi B. I'm Why? mad at Cardi B, and I know y'all gonna send her the video. I don't give a fuck. Why are you mad? Because I told her this my damn self. I had called her two days before, and I said, "Do you have your speech ready?" She was so, she's a perfectionist when she comes to her art and to her performances and her choreography. And, and they had to switch up the words and all that. She was like, bro, I'm dancing, changing words, this, 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 that. I ain't got to that yet. I'm like, please prepare a Grammy speech because you're going to win. And she, she didn't prepare it. And it was good to see the authenticity of her excitement and all that. But then, you know, she had to go to Instagram and do like four videos because she forgot to thank motherfuckers. Yeah, but mm. not, sometimes when you do those Grammy, um, well, thank you speeches, like sometimes you forget a lot of people. There's too many people that have helped her to get to where she's at. And I'm, I'm sure that would take a long time. But she did a great job. Her speech, I just felt like it was like, oh, I was in the room. But what she said was she didn't, She they weren't expecting to win that award. They were preparing for a different award. So when oh. she won that, she wasn't ready. But anyway, we ended up going to Delilah's. So, Excuse yeah, me. I, I said I wasn't going to drink for the whole year. I had one half a sip of champagne to toast with her as a celebratory moment while the band played a jazz version of I Like It Like That. We had a great time. Good. And I'm so proud of her, man. I, I just The next day I woke up and I texted her. I said, you know, I'm just very proud of you. Like, oh. you're married. You have a baby. You're at the top of the game. The deal's coming through right now crazy. You're preparing for a world tour. You just won a Grammy. You're only 25 years old. 
Like, soak it in and enjoy this shit. Right. And then shortly after, she took her Instagram down. But God damn it, I love Cardi B. Damn it. <laughs> oh, yeah, she did take it down. I don't know why she did that. You probably know. No, because people were coming at her for, for winning the best People were saying album. she yeah. didn't deserve it. The best rap album? And she was tired of explaining herself because she kept having to do videos like where it was like she worked her ass off. She you know locked herself in the studio for three months. Like, Well, who deserved best rap album over her then? I think she deserved it. Yeah. I mean, Travis got Dude, a good album. Dude, come on now. She was the most talked about That was about the biggest album person, of the year. Yeah, I period. Mean, every I think that should have been album of the year. Now that you said that, I'm really I mean, thinking it should have been album of the year. The album had a top one top one 100 on the billboard charts to stay there for i, I want to say i, I don't want to say 40 weeks but it was really there for a long time was there for a long time yeah all the all the songs went uh, multi-platinum or gold some up to seven times platinum mm-hmm. wow you had universal crossover music in the spanish i mean yeah, I like you had it. everything had artistic uh from the video i mean the girl did all this while she was pregnant. Right. You know, she deserved album of the year, but they gave it to, I don't know, Tracy well, Musgrove. congratulations, Cardi. You deserve it. Whatever that Musgrove's name crazy. is. crazy. But shout out to Childish Gambino, too. He made history. Hip-hop is making history this year. This is America becoming the first rap song uh, with record of the year. Mm. That's big because we never get record of the year. And shout out to Mac Miller's family. You know, I never got to meet him, and I've never met them. But the fact that they were conscious enough to say if he doesn't win we want cardi to win i mean you know most people don't say like if i don't win please i want you to win they just always think about Mm -hmm. themselves so cardi shared the award with his family and uh but there was somebody that came there that night i don't know if you saw joy via she arrived in a dress that uh was uh designed in barbed wire and border wall themed and it said build the wall yeah it's an african-american girl who consistently pushes the trump agenda and I just don't know why she hasn't been pushed off of a bridge yet. You know, I don't condone violence. How old is this little girl? What does she do? Does she do music? I, well, I think she's a trash bag. But ah. uh, they say she's an artist. None of us have heard her music. She's Joy never won a Grammy. Somehow she finds herself on all the red carpets because yeah. they know she's going to show up and have something for Make America Great Again. Oh, God. And it's it's funny because um, some of these um, people, and I, you know, I know there's, we've talked about mental health on this show, so I'm not going to talk about people with mental health because, yeah. you know. They have mental health. I have mental health issues. But I would say if I had to, if I was going to talk about mental health people, but I'm not. (laughs) There's just some shit that is not acceptable. Think about it. Mm. I don't care if you represent Trump. I don't care if you like Trump. And people are going to say, oh, but you like Kim Kardashian and you went to their house and whatever. They support Trump. Okay, whatever. They also pushed that nigga to do prison reform. They also pushed that nigga to get people out of prison. Now, I don't know what the backdoor deal was, but whatever. I don't understand why people today are still supporting Trump. I don't get it. I don't like that she's supporting to build the wall. Even if you want to support Trump, building the wall, like that's what you, that's that's the message you wanted to, it's just to give. Extra. It could you could have just had the make America great again bag or whatever, but once you start doing the build a wall, now I'm looking at you like But this goes back to social media clout. You know, I've I've been viral this whole week. Viral over the weekend because I met and touched the queen. And I'm viral because of comments that I made about uh, some people on our last show. I'm not going to even repeat those comments because you can go back and watch the show. But I'm going to say this. This is Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. I'm going to say what the fuck I want to say. As you should. I have an opinion. My opinion is what it is. Sometimes you're going to like it. Sometimes you're not. Sometimes I'm going to give it to you straight. And sometimes it's going to be really gay. At the end of the day, here's the deal. <laughs> Everybody talking about cancel Jason Lee. You can't cancel me. I created it. What can you do? You can't. The only person that can cancel me is me. So... That's never going to happen. And the one thing I will say to people who are listening, either you like it or you don't like it, you can turn it up and listen to it or you can tune the fuck out. 
But it is what it is. It's not going to change. We're going to keep doing it. And I, I looked at the Grammys and I looked at how they 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 did some of the things that they did. And and Alicia Keys, I'm sorry, I love you. You're the cutest, cutest, most, you got 15 Grammys. But the hosting. You can't host no more. Mm-mm. You can't host no more, Alicia Keys. No. Damn. It, no. The energy just was not. What? She's just too smug. Um, You know, really I, and I love Alicia Keys too, but I think... Literally, when we were watching it, I had a group of people in my house as well. And the very first thing that everybody said was no more. Like, Alicia Keys could not. It just was not it. The energy to me, it just wasn't hyped enough. It just felt very, like, yeah, she serious. Cool, the energy like, was very serious, I feel. I'm going to tell you who should host. Who? Cardi B. Could you imagine Cardi B hosting the Grammy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be dope. The commentary would be funny. She's definitely going to host. See, I mean, I didn't get to see the actual award. So did like, did Alicia have like some cool commentary? You know how they usually have the I mean, comedian she, the there talking that, to the guest. The like, I already like, know what part you're gonna say, but say it. Which one? Let no, me see. No, just see if you know me. Michelle Obama. Well, all of them. Yeah, the fact that all those women were up there, I was, and they. Spoke. I mean, I love them all, but Michelle, Michelle Obama. Ob- you already know. Like Michelle Obama is a rock star in these streets. She's she the is. most famous woman in the world right now. For real. She's popping. She couldn't even she say spoke. two. What she said. I was listening to music on the South Side. Ah! Like <laughs> on the south side, the south side. Did you see? Do you see the uh, the text she put out with her and her mom? And her mom was like, "Did you meet some real stars there?" Now she's a, like, "My now mom have, don't think I'm a star." Now I have a problem with that. I have a problem with that. Michelle Obama is a fucking unicorn. I don't want to think of her. Now I'm thinking that she takes shits too. Like I don't want to think about <laughs> Michelle Obama as a human being. I want to think about her as like she is. She, she, got a mama. Is, she is all of our mom. Even though she's not old enough to be my mom, she's probably old enough to be like my mom sister. Mom said, did you see some real stars there? I loved it. <laughs> That's I, so funny. Her mom? Yeah. I lo- I was walking through the Spotify party, and I ran into a guy. I'm not going to say his name because everybody will go look for him on Instagram. But he worked with the Obamas, and he he led the Obama for America. And he's always been telling me, I'm going to introduce you to the Obamas. Mm. You're going to meet the Obamas. Relax. So I'm leaving the party, and he, he's coming. I'm... No, I'm coming back into the party and he's going down. And I and I'm with my friends. I'm like, oh, motherfucker, you motherfucker, y'all want to meet the Obamas? They were like, yeah. I'm like, he's been promising me to meet the Obamas. So anyway, he's still saying he's gonna meet, you know, let me meet the Obamas. But I think the Obamas are I look at them and I go, damn, what happened to me? What are you talking about? <laughs> what happened to me? I mean, I'm great at what I do, but like I could never run for office. Do you know how much shit is going to pop up the last show? All these viral videos, me getting curved by Beyonce. Just like there's so much drama. <laughs> that part is definitely true. We should all strive to be as great as the Obamas. So they cut uh, Drake's mic off. What's up with that? I didn't watch it. I didn't see that either. Yeah, he was giving a speech, and basically at the end, he kind of was like, if you got all your fa-, He said if people basically, you know, that work nine to fives, go out there and spend their money at your show, you already made it. You don't need this. And as soon as he held that up, the mic was cut. Mm. It was like, <laughs> he said, "You don't need this," and it was it. Well, what? who else was up there talking? And, oh, when her was talking, they need to start training these artists on when to say goodnight. It's an award show that's taped for TV. You can't sit up there and think they were playing music for everybody. Even Cardi got the music. Yeah, but her, but her was like, "Girl, I didn't see no end of that. It was just on and what on." What was she talking on. about? I, I tuned out. I just heard the music and was out. But shout but out shout to her out to for her, winning, yeah. too. She won. She, yeah, she deserved it. But they cut Drake mic off. You can't cut off Drake. What's up with that? Disrespect. Did, did they, I, why they going to cut him off and not just 
lower the music. No, nah, because basically he kind of dissed the Grammys while he was getting the Grammy. Oh, gotcha. He's he like, you don't need this if you already, you know, all of y'all made it. He was trying to uplift everybody. Oh, gotcha. So what's up with NBA Youngboy? So NBA Youngboy was arrested Monday afternoon um, with an accident that happened at the Hyatt, uh, Hyatt House in Atlanta. What's up with with these yeah. stories. So NBA young boy, whose name is Control Galden. Cantrell. Um, yes, with a woman. He was with a woman named Star Thickpin, and she got into a fight with the housekeeper, okay? He told Thickpin to get the housekeeper to get up out of the room, but somehow some things got physical. So um, Thickpin assaulted the housekeeper, striking her in the face. Um, they fought in a hallway before the hotel employee was able to run downstairs to go get some help. And they're not saying what uh, NBA young boy did, but he was charged with disorderly conduct, use of fighting words, uh, physical obstruction of another, and possession of marijuana. Use of fighting words. Yeah. So what do you think about that? He said, "Get her." Because this reminds me of Soldier Boy we just talked about last week. Him getting into a situation and a girl fighting his people and all this. What is up with these fights? What's up? uh, What's up with Atlanta? Because everybody seems to be fighting in Atlanta. Listen, it's a lot of grit. Um, (laughs) The Waffle House. I don't know. It's something in the Waffle House. It's the drugs. Well, let me say that it's NBA young boy. Doesn't he have a kid on the way? Yeah. yeah he got a lot of kids. I think so. He has a lot of kids, NBA? A few kids. I think he has. He I definitely, think he's a one. I don't know what he has. I mean, shit. Why did he get mad? Who knows why he got mad? Maybe they got into an argument. He jumped in. got heated. Then he started arguing with the police when they showed up. And then, you know, the police are not going to argue with you. But the housekeeper was a woman, right? Yeah, she it was a woman. a woman. So it was two women that got into the fight. And he, then... he probably had his girlfriend. I don't know. Sometimes I will say this. This has no defense of NBA young boy because I don't know what happened. Those housekeepers be kind of strange sometimes, though. Like, they'll knock on your door trying to come in and you still in there. You like. Yeah, but all the years I've traveled and I've been all over, I ain't fighting with no housekeeper. I, I'm not. He could have been one I may, too I may, you never I, know. I may get annoyed with you knocking on my door, but that's right. why you have don't disturb signs. And most people who get into an altercation back and forth, verbal altercation with a cleaning lady, don't end up getting arrested. But you know what? They could have been drinking that night before, staying up all night drinking and something. partying and stuff. And they could have just been, you know, tired with no sleep and off the alcohol. You know what I'm saying? A little aggressive. Maybe that's kind of why they got into a fight. Mm-hmm. You never know. I don't know. I just don't understand why these girls are having sex with men with herpes. That's the part I don't understand. Yeah, okay. And that part is true. I mean... I mean, if, if I had look, herpes, if you look at if this, I had herpes, I would be afraid to fuck anybody because if I accidentally oh, give you herpes, yes, he I would have to buy you all types of shit but to not go tell nobody. And that was but public let's, knowledge. But let's think about this. If you look at the statistics for herpes, one in three people have it. So that means I'm saying for me, if I was to <laughs> if I was to catch it, I'm I just mean, saying everybody's I, feeling comfortable. If I was to catch it. Let's move on. Okay, let's move on. So what about Soldier Boy? That's just all I'm saying. What about Soldier Boy? It's one in three. All right, y'all, it's time for another Hollywood hookup. So the Grammys just passed, and it was a yes, lot of brunches, a lot of good dinners. And Tons. one thing I noticed was a few poorly dressed men. I just got to be <laughs> honest, man. Now, here's a tip. It no was. guy looks good in a long, bulky dress shirt that's untucked, all right? We don't want that, ladies. But I got some help for you, and that comes from Untuck It. So let me break it down. Let me break down what break Untuck it, it is. So Untuck It designs shirts that are specifically designed to be worn untucked. So you don't have one of them long shirts that you're trying to rock out, trying yeah. to be cool. No, this shirt is specifically made to be worn untucked for your brunches, for your dinners, what have you. We got you. Fellas, it's ready to wear. Okay. Not too long, not too short for that clean, casual look. You can even wear it to the office. I should have worn one today. Yeah, you should have. 
And with more than 50 fit combinations, Untuckies looks good for guys like me that's tall. You can be short. You can be a little heavier. You can be slim. It doesn't matter. They have a style for you. So go to Untuckit.com or visit one of Untuckit's 50 stores across the U.S. and Canada. Untucket even offers free shipping and returns on all orders in the U.S. Use promo code UNLOCK to get 20% off your first purchase. That is 20% off. So if you want to be wearing a fitting shirt, regardless of your shape and size, try the Untucket original shirt. The OG. And remember, use promo code UNLOCK to get 20% off your first purchase. Okay, so Soldier Boy wants to prove that he can beat the YouTuber Jake Paul, and they said that a boxing match is about to happen. Who y'all got? Neither one. Okay, I'm going for Big Draco. Yeah. Okay, because they Big were Big Draco. Big Draco. Okay, so they were trading insults over social media, and then Paul confirmed that he was down to fight Soldier Boy. Oh man, that's a cornbread white boy <laughs> and, and with, so- a, with a lot of entitlement. He gonna whoop his ass with entitlement. <laughs> and Soldier said he can put. <laughs> Big Soldier says he can do more than put the paws on him. He said he can knock him out. Really, uh, Soldier, with your little skinny. Come self. on, Draco. Um, he said, you know, Jake Paul can't beat me in no fight. You know that. He said, I'll put the whole record label uh, advance up. Jake Paul, you a bitch. That's what he said. Okay, well, that was Soulja Boy. Listen, he said that. I, I'm tired of Soulja Boy talking about he going to put up $20 million. I need to see Soulja Boy's bank account. And, nigga, I need you to take me to the bank account, to the bank. And, and you I remember need, a no, few. No, no, no. I need to go to the bank. I need you to give him your ID. I need you to tell them <laughs> I have permission to look at your account. And I need to see $20 million. But you remember he did this a few years back with Chris Brown. Said he was going to fight, and that fight never took place. So are we going to see that fight? I did the interview. That that happened. That was some street shit that stopped that. He wanted to do the fight. He was in the gym working out. He was getting, he got buff. Oh. Soldier was buff out here. Soldier got buff. Matter of fact, I was was in Gucci the other day. Yes, I was in Gucci because I needed some shoes. And um, we could talk about that. But I was in Gucci, and these these guys from Compton went in, and they told me specifically, tell Big Soldier we got him in Compton. So there's that. Got him in a good way? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so everybody was up in arms with me wearing Gucci, and I'm going to sound off on this. Number one, I love being black. I love being black. I don't talk about it all the time because I just don't feel like I need to walk around all day saying I love being black. Black brands matter. I'm a black brand. I love being black. That being said, I understand the power of the black dollar. I have said this before where I feel like Mm -hmm. we go up and down with when we want to be active as a community. And it's so, it's like a, it's like we come up with these ways of triaging our problem in our community or in society as being discriminated against or treated less than we, we triage it. For those of you that don't know what triage means, when you go into a hospital and you're having heart palpitations or something's wrong, they send you to triage first to just figure out what's going on and maybe give you some temporary things to fix the problem versus going into some real surgical shit and putting together an actual surgical plan to to cure it, cut it out, fix it, mend it, whatever. And I feel like me not wearing Gucci's, me going home right now and throwing out all of my Gucci does not say anything in terms of how I feel about uh, the company because of the stuff that they've put out, the the sweater. There was a half-face sweater with the red lips. And then subsequent to that, other brands, they pulled out, you know, images of what looks like monkeys on clothes and whatever. So you mean to tell me I got to go, me throwing out all my Gucci somehow or burning it in the street and put it on social media, it actually does something to hurt the company. 
and in turn make the company realize how they are painting black people by creating that. No, that doesn't do anything. Why well, not? I, I'm, I'm with that too because I mean, yeah, we should show the influence of our dollar. But I remember um, it was T Pain. He was like, "I said this 18 weeks ago that we need to do this," and I'm like, "It ain't about who's saying what. Take this time and support a black brand. Like instead of us saying we need to stop doing this." Take this time, as you see, we're outraged about Gucci. Promote a black brand that we should right. support that maybe we don't know. You know, that like that's what I did. I was like, instead of saying, oh, yeah, no more Gucci. Here's five black brands that I like. Check they, them out. Yeah. Support them. Like, that. this is a moment for us to support each other. So Tyler Perry, from what I heard, somebody told me some insight. During uh, Girls' Night Out, which is a movie with Tiffany Haddish, she didn't tell me this, by the way. Somebody that was in the room told me. He walked in the room with the whole marketing team for the film mm -hmm. and nobody black was in the room. Now, he said, where are the black people? Ellen Pompeo told me directly before she does anything, she tells him. She was telling me a story of where they were saying to her about a set. OK, when you come on set, is there anything that you need? You know, in your room, would you like anything? She said, let me tell you what I will need. And if I don't see it, it will piss me the fuck off. That set needs to look like the world that I live in. If it don't look like the world that I live in, I'm going to be really upset. She said she came in, black people, Asian people, it's all types of yeah. people. Yeah, I remember her saying that interview. So yeah. so I think, again, it needs to become the expectation of all of us who are excellent that there are that, we, that we're aware enough to think, are there black people there? Are there women there? Are there gay people there? You know, when I go to Wild and Out, my first season, and I kissed Bobby and I did all the gay jokes and all that, people thought it was funny and it was, oh, my God, shocking this and that. But what they didn't realize was I am make. I was talking to one of the executives the other day because we're getting ready to go back and do season 14. I said to her, what do you think about the show now? And she was like, you've come in and made people comfortable mm -hmm. showing a different perspective in our comedy. You've changed the show. And I feel like, again, that's all our responsibility. I didn't know I was doing that, but it's all our responsibility. Telling the motherfucker, do not wear Gucci. Or shaming people for choosing to wear Gucci without pulling them aside and saying, how can we collectively organize to be on one accord and show our power and influence in culture and in fashion, through fashion, what is our messaging? You can't tell me that because you still go to the same movie premieres and are still in the same movies and know that all the black press is at the end and know they rush you past right. the black press and know that. Whenever it's time for you to do your book runs, they put you on The View, they put you on Good Morning America, but they don't put you at Ball Alert or Shade Room or Hollywood Online. But you know the most eyeballs of your people are on those pages mm -hmm. because that's what it is. You want to talk about racism? That's a whole other show. Matter of fact, we're going to get into it on our next show because we out of here. Oh, hey. all right. Peace. Peace. Peace.